Hello, friends, and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I am your host, Anna, and I just wanted to take a moment to welcome you to this space and to this conversation where I will be speaking about um, some energies that I have been feeling post the full moon in Leo that was on the 5th of February. So it just happened two days ago if you are tuning in on the 7th. And this full moon was definitely making some challenging aspects to Uranus, um, squaring the sun and the moon. So yeah, for many of us, we could have felt this jolt, this kind of shock to our system. There could have been a lot of um, disruption in our systems and our bodies and our worlds and our you know, personal lives, our relationships. Um, I myself kind of felt like on the day of the full moon that I didn't want to be around anyone. (laughs) And I chose instead to stay in my own energy. And, um, you know, maybe that was a bit avoidance, but I do feel like there was some wisdom to that in terms of just not needing to stir the pot even more and take care of myself in the ways that often I can default to, which is to go into hermit mode. And I didn't really feel the energy of the full moon until probably today. And I think it's a good reminder that you know, sometimes what we're feeling, there can be personal cords and ties to what we're feeling in terms of like, well, you know, I woke up this morning and I felt a heavy depression in my body and in my field. And, you know, I'm not a stranger to depression or, you know, lower, um, mental health states and oftentimes I can personalize it very quickly and point to you know all the reasons in my personal reality as to why I'm feeling you know depressed or um, down and you know I've had some health things over the course of this last year and still kind of dealing with the remnants of that and you know, when I'm feeling a little bit off, I, my mind quickly goes to, you know, those are the reasons why I'm feeling this way, because my health isn't 100% state of perfection. Um, I've, you know, been in my 30s now for the last um, almost two years, and I've never had so many face breakouts and acne breakouts, and I've, you know, had in my life. Like this is the most, I've never had skin issues, you know, and I know I'm really lucky in that regard, you know, as a teenager, even as an adolescent, I, I never had skin issues and it's been very, very challenging to navigate, um, this really dense layer of, um, self-esteem and self-consciousness and, Am I still worthy when my skin is, you know, feeling subpar and 
not at the optimal state that I'm used to. And, you know, I think there's so many things in terms of mental health, like, that I've noticed in myself, like, I perseverate and um, fixate on the problem. So that's kind of my mental neuroses, if you will, that when there's something that's happening that's not, you know, in balance feeling or um, at that optimal egoic state, I guess, to which my ego would prefer, my mind perseverates on that issue. And there can be some, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like some amplification of that because you know, what we focus on really does create this, like, magnifying glass effect. And it's hard for us to see, you know, outside of, you know, well, is there anything going right when we're so focused on this one thing that's just continuously going wrong? And, you know, I... I think when you see something on your face that's continuously like happening that you want to just eradicate and you want to fix and you want it to go away like I can't I have a pattern of attacking myself you know picking at my skin and you know making things worse and you know under all under all these behaviors are emotional patterns you know it's I'm noticing that I'm feeling a lot of anger, you know, when I see my face, when I can even bear to like look at my face in the mirror anymore these days. And I feel this rush of anger, you know, coursing through me. And all I want to do is just like attack myself. And it's so intense, like, and it's not a pattern I'm unfamiliar with. It's just one that I haven't really seen like, in my conscious awareness, um, like, so clearly, I guess, but there is definitely an undercurrent that perpetuates these patterns, and I notice that, you know, underneath this pattern is this, this anger, this belief, this self-attacking energy that, you know, there's something within me that, right, you know, wants to come out, like, coming through my skin, it's, you know, it's some repressed energy that, um, wants to be seen, and, you know, I feel like it, for me, it's probably repressed anger, because I was never really comfortable with expressing my anger, you know, even still, it's a hard one for me, um, just growing up in a family environment where, you know, my dad was very volatile and explosive and I kind of, you know, learned um, that anger is a very um, threatening emotion, you know, in terms of like keeping myself safe. So um, it's one that I've really had a hard time uh, feeling and feeling safe in my body enough to, to feel So I'm kind of working through all these layers and I apologize for jumping all over the place. I 
I'm trying to loop it back to this full moon and I have a few different threads I want to speak to, but yeah, this has definitely been a really um, persistent pattern in terms of what I've noticed in my personal reality, like this internal emotional experience wanting to come up, wanting to be seen, and I'm still approaching it in this way of attacking myself and wanting to just get rid of it, get rid of it, um, you know, and it's just this very aggressive energy, and I think a lot of, you know, the energy around what I'm experiencing as of late, and with this Leo full moon, it's like fully stepping into that place of, can I embrace myself fully and completely, um, from like such a deep raw place of uh self acceptance and um you know even when yeah we're not <laughs> the state to which you know we desire we're not that perfectly flawless skin that we see you know in our external reality with you know all this like Instagram and um filters and like I think still like we think that you know mostly kids are being affected by this imaging of um filters and I still think like many of us have this psychology that's also being affected you know it's this we're just scrolling so quickly on these technological platforms and seeing people's lives just a just a snapshot of people's lives just a picture of their face or a picture of their body or a picture of their vacation and it's it's like we're just encoding our brains with these messages that you know someone else is in a state of perfection and um it's just another way to beat ourselves down and you know, perpetuate that belief that who and what we are is deeply flawed and not worthy of love or being seen. And, you know, I think this Leo full moon was just such a highlight on that deeper self-acceptance that is so hard. It's so hard for us to truly you know on days when we wake up and we're not feeling you know in a state of balance or we're feeling depressed or you know our skin is breaking out or you know some other health you know imbalance is popping up or our relationship is in conflict it's like how can we meet ourselves in those moments and can we, you know, oftentimes I feel in the pain and in the suffering, we're posturing ourselves, um, we're armoring ourselves against love, you know, we're saying to love, to the universe, like, no, (laughs) I'm not worthy of love here in this space, like, stay away, (laughs) you know, it's so interesting, like, 
we are withholding love from ourselves. And I think that withholding and that um, not allowing that love to flood into those you know, darker shades of ourselves is, is really the pain we're experiencing. So, yeah, that was a really long tangent, but um, thanks for sticking with me. And, yeah, so, you know, depression and this full moon and these shocks, you know, I woke up feeling not so great and you know looked on Instagram and saw that there was you know a devastating earthquake in Turkey that killed um, nearly 4,000 people and it's just obviously devastating and just horrific you know and you know we live in these worlds where we think we're so separate, you know, we have these lives, like, we might even share a house with, you know, other humans, and we kind of are these revolving, orbiting universes that think we don't really have an impact on others, or that we're connected, and our energy is affecting another person, or it isn't felt, our energy isn't felt, and it's like, no, like, our energy and, you know, what happens on one side of the globe and, you know, is felt on another, like, energy is connected, like, we are energetically connected, and, you know, it's not to say, like, that the sole source of why we feel shitty one day is because of something horrible that's happened in the world. But, you know, it just is a reminder that we feel these things, you know, we feel the grief and the horror and the devastation, even if we're not consciously thinking about those things, um, I think our bodies, I think our subconscious, you know, minds were tuned in, you know, so just like food for thought, you know, if you're feeling or sensing anything that's a little heavier, um, you know, maybe you heard about the news of this earthquake, maybe you didn't, or, you know, maybe yeah, they're just in your personal reality, there's a lot of jolts that's been happening and shocks. And, you know, I mean, that's a lot of what this moon was. It was um, the sun and the moon square Uranus, which, I mean, what is an earthquake? But it's a shock to the system, you know, it's a shock to the earth. And you know, it's, it's a surprise. It's a energy that's not expected. It's, you know, all those things. So, I mean, it's interesting when you start to kind of tune into the astrological language, because, you know, it's not predictive in the sense that we have, you know, 
no autonomy, but these are patterns and these are, you know, studies of energy. And as we're all connected to these, you know, astrological energies, we are influenced and we influence them and we influence each other. So we're not as like finite and separate as we think we are. So, yeah, I guess I just wanted to speak to, you know, this obviously devastating event and what, you know, you might be feeling um, after this full moon and maybe what it stirred up for you and, you know, full moons and astrological events kind of take time to kind of settle and, um, you know, they're working on deeper layers. There's deeper layers in our beings. There's deeper patterns that many of us have been seeing, like how our minds are operating and what patterns continue to perpetuate. And if they're really bettering our lives or if they're just keeping us cut off from ourselves from the vastness of love and why we feel so deeply unworthy of receiving you know what is our birthright which is love and Yeah, I mean, this human existence is so up and down sometimes. And, you know, some days we think, oh, we got it. Like, we really understand um, how this works and the bigger picture. And, you know, if we could just stay in that space of deeper wisdom. (laughs) But you know, that's not the point. Like, we're working on so many different levels, you know, our human level, our egoic level, our emotional level, our body consciousness, our energies, like, there's so many different layers. And so many different timelines, you know, our inner child, our wounded self, like, there's just so many different things that we're operating on and from. <laughs> like we couldn't possibly reach this state of higher knowing and just, you know, I don't know. Maybe I don't think we could exist there forever in this day and age <laughs> unless you're maybe living away in a cave separate from the world. But even then, I mean... You know, I think this, these global tragedies, these um, natural disasters, you know, just go to show, like, we feel what's happening. Like, even if we are, even if we are trying to, like, hide away from the world, like, we're still going to feel on an energetic level to some extent, you know, maybe we're aware of it, maybe we're not, but 
these things are felt because the energy and the thread of energy is interconnected. So, yeah. Um, I guess that's really what I wanted to speak about um, as we continue to navigate 2023 and work on these energetic patterns and yeah I just think with this Leo full moon it was highlighting and illuminating our sense of self and you know where we felt really threatened in terms of having a solid sense of self and feeling our confidence and feeling our inner radiance and yeah, it can feel really hard when we've just been programmed to believe that some parts of us are worthy and some parts of us are not. And when we're feeling a certain way or when our health is, you know, tip tip top shape, like then we're worthy of, you know, being loved and receiving that loving energy that really is, you know, within and around, you know, the fabric of this planet, but we're just so accustomed to cutting ourselves off from it because of our beliefs and our patterns around how worthy we think we are of receiving it. So... Yeah, Leo energy and embracing the self and the Leo Aquarius axis that we've kind of been navigating with the sun still in Aquarius. And, you know, that is the tie to the collective, to the collective energy. And sometimes what we're feeling is partly ours but you know it's also maybe energy that we're feeling in the collective so it's a good reminder to just discern and see that bigger picture of what might be happening and not to fall into the personalized you know oh it's all my fault or It's because of all these things that are going wrong in my life. And, you know, that really, I guess, shadow side of Leo, which is the, I guess, victimized egoic self. So, yeah, I mean, definitely wanting to, you know, just bring into our hearts the the many souls and lives that were lost in the earthquake and, you know, just really hold the energy of love and deep honor for the lives and Um, choices that those people made in this lifetime to exist 
and you know there is tragedy that happens in our world and you know it's just a reminder that life is really not (laughs) as um, long as we make it out to be and it's definitely a lot more precious than even I you know remember a lot of the time and I forget more often than not So definitely sending a lot of prayers and love to um, Turkey and, you know, just, yeah, so many families that have been affected and, yeah, you know, we are a global community, even though we live in these separate countries and separate little houses and individual lives and you know Aquarius energy is here to remind us of that global community so even if just through prayer and thought we can connect and you know remember that we're not so alone even if we feel really cut off and separate from a felt sense of community and I think many of us are seeking more support in our lives and a more resourced sense of self and community. So I think it's just another another reminder that that's really what we're wanting to create. All right. Well, I think that's all. (laughs) And yeah, and just, you know, sending you all a lot of love and support. And if you're feeling some denser energies, um, yeah, just know that you're not alone. And it might be, you know, some mixture of personal and collective. Um, But just be really kind to yourself and to your choices that you're making to take care of yourself and really notice that harsh self-talk and inner patterning of self-attack when things aren't going the way you would like them to or you know things are off kilter and yeah, bring some, bring some softening there and allow love to, you know, find you and notice if you're armoring yourself against love and see if you can soften that a little bit. So, all right. Well, I will talk to you all next time and thanks so much for tuning in.